everybody, Josh Sheridan here with the Barely Legal Podcast. It has been a minute uh, this year since I've done one. I was going pretty hot and heavy since I started in 2019 through 2020, knocking out, you know, sometimes two, three, four episodes a week. But uh, I was noticing that I wasn't uh, getting to the gym or doing anything to uh, watch my health. And over Christmas, I hit three bills, which scared the shit out of me. So I figured I'm going to pull back just a little bit. And be a little bit more selective on how many people I have in and how often I do this. But uh, today's guest is one of my all-time favorite. And I have to admit at the outset that I've harbored a good amount of guilt because the first time he was in, my mics and system didn't want to work with me. And it was sounded like he was calling me from, uh, you know, the Norwegian black <laughs> forest or whatever, which is fitting, giving yeah. today's guest, Blade of Sir, Andrew Domestico, Achilles, whatever you know him by, uh, that, that's fitting for, uh, him. But it, it, it wasn't the best sounding episode, but luckily we got him back in today. Thank you so much for coming in. I'm happy to be back, man. Uh, you have been such a diamond in the rough for me because I just really am, pinch myself listening to your music at, at how good it is and how prolific you are and how DIY y you are. I mean, you're, you're just your own unit, you know, I almost wish we could clone you. Cause I just think of, I, I would, I wish I could see you play live more, you know, yeah. and obviously with COVID you can't see anybody play live more, but I daydream listening to your music, what a, a blade of Sir concert might look like. And it just, I mean, it seems rad to me. I know you've kind of got your feelings on playing in a band and kind of delegating and kind of, you know, sharing in the writing process. You're, you're, I think you have a pretty clear vision of what you want, what you want it to sound like. And it's hard to, you know, not be the one who does it all. Right. Um, you know, I run into that here as a lawyer, you know, mm. I, you know, I'm supposed to be delegating things and it's usually like, it's just easier if I do. You know, so I'm sure, you know, you know what drums you want to hear, you know what bass you want to hear, you know, if you want to have vocals or not, what you want them to sound like and all that other stuff. And it's just, it ends up being a lot easier to do it yourself. But, um, do you, do you, and I, again, I understand that in the context of COVID, we're kind of, you know, not doing live stuff. Although I know you did over Christmas with, with one of your projects, but is that ever something you see coming with Blade of Sir? I mean, I don't, I don't. I never really planned it to be a live thing. I mean, uh, I, uh, it's kind of like, uh, I kind of really got into black metal only a couple years ago. And, um, Dark Throne was one of the first, sure. first bands that I started with and, and realizing that they don't play live shows. Well, none of those bands, you know, I mean, yeah, it's kind of a different thing over there, you know, and, and, and by no means is my knowledge of it is as sharp as yours, but, you know, I I read the book, I watched the documentary, mm-hmm. I watched the movie on it, I listened to some Mayhem, some Venom, and some of these, you know, Celtic Frost, some of these other types of right. bands that, you know, got Warhammer, these people that started out there and kind of evolved into different things. But it was, it's almost a political music and it's almost a less about, I mean, it's not at all about capitalism because I don't think any of them made Penny One off of nah, any of it. No, nah, very underground. Um there was, there's not a lot of touring. There's not a lot of live. And not only that, but it, there's, it's almost kind of a, 
an anarchy against even production value. Now, not your yeah. stuff specifically. Yeah, yeah. Your stuff is is got uh, you know, I don't want to say cleaner. That's the wrong word, but it it's a better sounding product than yeah. what a lot of them are putting out. But yeah. it, it was almost. Would you agree? Almost kind of a fuck you to music, just in general. Yeah, I mean, they were really trying to go for the the shittiest sound they could, just to say, you know, we don't want a good sounding record. It's like they're they're well, they're eschewing all of the all of the what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like why are you? You know, why does someone do music? You know, do they yeah. do it because they have an artistic voice they want to get right. out? Do they do it because they want fame? Do they do it because they want money? Yeah. Do they do it because they, you know, want to be in the pecking order of the great bands? And they were kind of like, fuck you. I don't want any money. I don't want it to sound good. You're not ever going to come see me play. I yeah. mean, it's very kind of it a. It is. It is. I mean, that's not my. Sure. That's not my mindset on it. I, I'm very into the idea of having a, a, a well-sounding album. Right. You know what I mean? Because I like good production. I've, I grew up listening to good production in bands and stuff. But black metal is so. Especially the early 90s when it was first coming out in Norway and stuff, those guys were like, we're going to sing the vocals through a fucking headset. And we wanted to sound like they wanted the smallest shitty amp and shitty drum, shitty like amp. The guitar sounds hollow and tinny it's, sounding. It is. It is. It's good though. In a like, there's, there's a few bands that I can get into that with, like Dark Throne. You know, Mayhem's okay to me. But I mean, like Burzum and stuff, I couldn't really get into. Well, uh, getting into politics, I mean, that guy's a fucking nut. Yeah, and, and, a, and a murderer too. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's completely out there. He's he's burn up a bunch of churches. He's killed way his... offsides. Yeah, man. but I mean, but that's the thing. He was all also, you know, as rebellious as that was. They, he was also doing that to get attention. So it's kind of like. Yeah, know, it's like yeah, but I mean, he went far. I mean, yeah, he went, he went way a little too deep. You know, it's that it's kind of like with the gangster rap. It's yeah. like, are you playing at it or yeah. are you in it? Yeah, and, you know, you've seen some artists that were in it, yeah, and fucking dead yeah. now, and then other exactly people who play at it and they turn states evidence when right. they get you know. I just like art, man. I mean, I don't, I don't feel the the need to be running around burning churches and stuff, especially like the real cool ones. They were, they were burning up thousand year old churches that were like and relics. And it's antique, like, yeah. if you were going to do that, why not hit like the, you know, the Joel Osteen's the <laughs> yeah. or something like you're hitting yeah. the wrong ones, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, th- those guys were, uh, they were bonkers back then, man. It's interesting about the sound. Cause sometimes I can get behind that type of philosophy and other times I don't. And I'll give you two examples. One is, and I think I might've even, I'm not even sure, but I think I brought this up with you before, but there's a, a movie called 24 Hour Party People, and it's about the Manchester music scene. Uh, the, the first half of that movie is very specifically about Joy Division. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're a Joy Division fan. I know, at all, I know of them. I've heard but, some of their um, stuff. Martin Hannett, who was one of their pr- producers, like he really went out of his way to make things sound very kind of unrefined. And there's a it's it's a fictional account of a true story, but there's a pretty funny scene where he keeps moving the drummer further away from the band. Like first he puts him in another room and then he puts him down the hallway. And by the time they finally, I don't know if it was unknown pleasures or which, which album it was, he has the fucking drummer on the roof. And so it literally, the drums on that album literally sound like he's hitting a cardboard box. Yeah. Like it doesn't resonate. Yeah. There's no clap to it. It sounds yeah. like you're hitting a wet towel or something. Man, I'm, I'm wondering if maybe he had something against the guy personally. It might have been, you know, you hear about that kind of shit, like Rick Rubin telling Dave Grohl he needs yeah. a uh, metronome or, you know, kind yeah. of that passive aggressive relationship right. between producers. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. 
So there's that, but I but I dig the the Joy Division sound there. Like mm-hmm. I really love that about him. Then I'm also a big uh, Radiohead fan, mm-hmm. and I mean, you know, you know, call the press. I mean, you know, being a Radiohead fan is kind of a you know, it's not necessarily something to be proud of, but at some point they just decided we're not ever going to be a rock band again. We're just not, you know, effectively almost we're putting away guitars. We're putting it in where it's going to be blips and bloops and mm-hmm. fucking digital yep. house music and, and whistles. Yeah. And I, and, and some of that I love, <laughs> like their first, two, you know, uh, amnesia and uh kid a, you know, were their first two albums where they kind of stepped out into that world. And I, and I really loved it. And every one of their albums after that, have something I can get behind, but part of me just wishes, like, can you please do a, a Benz again? Not, not that again, but pick up your fucking guitars and play yeah. a rock song. Like, yeah, yeah. I like, mean, especially when you're starting this, it kind of, kind of sucks when uh, you get into a band so much and they veer so far from their sound throughout. Yeah, you know, throughout the. I mean, it's it, it's gonna happen. It's inevitable. But like, there's, you know, I mean, like this band Cryptopsy. I was sure. so into them, man, when I was in high school. And they're just like completely. They went more of a hardcore route, and it's kind of like that, like that slam deathcore stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I just can't do it. Yeah. And they used to be like my favorite man because they were like the most brutal death metal that I heard right. at the time. And then they went along and you know picked up this new guy, and he's like kind of more emo screaming. And I'm like, it's not fitting the sound. It's not doing. I got it for mad. You. I start breaking shit in my room. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I was like, oh, at that point, like, why are you guys doing this to me, man? Right. Like, you know, you guys are my heroes. Well, you know, and, and if, if you've been a fan of music over a period of time, most of the bands that you love, you know, they have that. I mean, you know, obviously you've got Metallica with their mm-hmm. black album through yeah. St. Anger period. You, you know. know, I even, I, I even went back and re-listened to load and reload. And I actually really like those albums. Like I think they're great. If they rock were a albums. different band, right? It's it's good. It's good, like Southern rock. Yeah, you know what I mean. I have nothing against it, but I, you know, I want more Justice for All. You want more? I love you know, that technical Lars Kirk yeah, music yeah. than James's well, kind of. I really, yeah, but you know, back then James's writing was just like on Justice. His his the oh, his writing and his vocals. Well, well, for sure. But I think he's always been the one who has tried to pull a southern rock. Yeah, that's his thing. In there. That's definitely his thing. Hunter you, type. He's that. He's definitely that guy, man. Yeah, Lars is the new wave of British heavy yeah. metal, and then you got Kirk, yeah. who's Exodus and the, the yeah. Bay Area thrash scene, and yep. then you know, depending on which basis we're going to talk about, right. you know, it kind of pulls in different aspects. Did you did you ever get to see that? Uh, Murder in the Front Row documentary. No, I haven't got to watch it yet, man. One of these days, man, I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit I you down. To, There's I like need five to. documentaries I want you to watch. I need to, man. I just get I get You're so fucking tied putting up. out an album every every I'm, every month, every I'm other week. So, I'm so tied up in it, man. It's just uh, that's all I do. I loved you know I, mean? I love I mean I've loved every one of your things, but I really dug your uh track that was inspired by Mandy. And I you know, I was oh, super yeah, late the Black to, Skulls, yeah. I was super late to the game on that movie. I knew I knew about that movie way before it came out and it was always like you know, like you like we're talking about on my to do list. Mm. But I just never got around to it. When you have kids, it's fucking impossible to watch anything oh, that's a- not anything in that Puffin Rock yeah. or fucking Beanie Babies or whatever yeah. the case may yeah. be. You know, I I've been trying to watch somehow, and I've been posting about this. I got through life without ever watching Sopranos. Oh, and yeah. so 
Now I'm in season five and I'm like all about Sopranos. It's but, so good. Man. But literally every time I try and watch it on the TV, they're at the bada bing and my daughter walks in and there's all these strippers up there. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't do it. So it's that's that must be difficult, man. But for I, I forget how it happened, but I got the perfect storm of the kids went to bed early and my wife was out or whatever it was. And so I watched Mandy and it and I was afraid it would let me down. Like mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to be kind of a just a hot fucking mess. I love that movie. It's so great, man. And that director, I, like, it's so great, man. Yeah, Panos Cosmatos. Yeah, yeah. He did. Uh, did you see Beyond the Black Rainbow? I know of it. I haven't seen it. But it's, that's, it's I want to go great. back and. It's yeah. great. It's not as like uh, sporadic and wild as as Mandy is. It's very slow. Yeah, but the soundtrack is killer. It's all it's very moody, badass. Yeah. yeah, that's hardcore. And it's I love very, that. very weird, very strange, and the acting's kind of weird, but it's good. But yeah, Mandy was a that was like a breath of fresh air for me when that came out, man. I was, it's like a it's like a two hour music video. It's almost it's, like the wall, or it like is, it I is. mean, it's it, a full trip the whole movie. And I mean, once he dips into that jar, oh yeah, you taste that that concentrated LSD and yeah. just goes insane. Shit, yeah, <laughs> but I could see like a was it now I'm I'm blanking. I feel like I should know this. The soundtrack to it um, was it one artist who did everything, or I think. Uh, Damn, who was the uh I can't remember, man. I, I know that I know that he he uses I think he uses one guy for like a lot of the synth stuff. Someone someone pretty well known did the uh the title sequence. Because I could opening. so see like a tangerine dream. That I think that's who did the opening Is it? for it. Yeah. I, no, maybe it wasn't. Damn, I can't remember, man. Because they're the man, ones it's who good though. Well, they're the ones who did those very synth heavy. Yeah. Kind of dark mm. soundtracks for you know I, the one the one I saw recently and I remember I was either talking to you about it I, I know I messaged you about it and messaged Mike about it but there was the Keep Michael Mann's mm-hmm. movie The Keep yeah yeah where it's like they're in Germany and it's that's just, a great movie yeah too, man. I mean it's it's a it's a fucking mess but it the is, music but is, it's the music is, is and the creature's cool man it is badass the, the red awesome. eyes and yep. yeah 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 so anyway um so you've got is it four albums on the burner or Five. Jesus. Yeah. So is it how many are how many are Achilles and how many are Blade of Sir? There's three Blade of Surters and there's two Achilles. Okay. And I'm so, sorry, I, I know I butcher Surter. I always say Sir, but yeah, Sir. Yeah, Surter. It's it's kind of it's a weird. You know, Mine sounds like an English melodrama. Yours actually sounds it's badass. That, <laughs> that goddamn old Norse shit, man. It's hard to but, hard uh, to pronounce. But. I love it though. Um. Yeah. So so putting out three albums, three different albums. Like, tell me about, like, what separates them? Like, what, you know, I'll stick with Belay Surter and then go to Achilles. But, like, okay, you know, you could have made a double album or a triple album and right. you didn't do that. Is that because there's kind of a different – There is a different sound. North Star for each? There's a different – yeah, they, they're each their own kind of entity, man. Like, um, the the first Belay Surter I got coming out, so which let's will talk probably, about- probably be this month. What's the track that we're gonna play? The track is um the track is Throne of Ice. Throne of Ice? Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. And um it, this album is is called Violent Nature. Okay. So I wanted to, you know, a, a lot of the songs deal with like uh like evil royalty. I'm talking about some, you know, like kings of hell and Are you and, reading uh, stuff or watching stuff that's putting this? Always. This- I mean, it's it's Really, what comes out with these albums is what I'm into at the moment. So, what are you into at the moment? For for right now, I'm into so much stuff, which Violent is why nature. I got five sure, albums. Sure, yeah. Well, that's awesome because I'm, you know, I'll, I'll start working on one, 
And I'm like, okay, this is the album I'm going to focus on. But then I get inspired by something else. So I jump to something else. So I've, that's how, what I've been going through the past, like probably the past six months. And I've just, you know, I got all the music done. The music's done for all the albums. It's recorded. It's, you know, everything's in. It's just all vocals now. And, um, which I love and I love the instrumental stuff, but I'm, I'm really yeah. psyched to have yeah, all of these will have vocals. you singing again. Yeah, Cause these I mean, will all have vocals. So, yeah, I mean, right now my voice is, is kind of fucked. Shredded, just got back putting it all down. It. Yeah. So it's, uh, you, Do you know, and the black metal stuff is harsh on the vocals. Did you, did you like, how do you get yourself prepared for that? Like, are you, is there someone you're trying to sound like? Is there an idea in your head of what you want to sound like? Are you just sounding like whatever you sound like? Like, how do you get your I voice think there? It's, it's it's a it's a natural thing. I'm really my favorite black metal vocalist is, is probably uh, Eric Danielson from Watain. Okay, I like that he has like this grinding, and you can almost kind of hear his actual voice in it. Yeah, and I, I was. I was kind of going for that and, and it, it was natural for me. It just so came it, out. You kind of got there quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, I was trying, I was messing around with different vocals, like even more raspy and higher pitched stuff, but I just, it doesn't sound as good. So I did what, you know, what comes more naturally and what comes naturally for me is actually exactly what I wanted out of it. So I'm really happy with, with the blade vocals because, you know, they're, they're spot on to what I want to hear. Does it sound to you listening to it back like it sounds to you when you're doing it? It's it's like sound- you know how sometimes you hear yourself talk on video or recording yeah. and like that's what I fucking sound like. It, it's it's kind of weird, man. I, I've gone to this process now to where once I record the vocals, I'll, I'll have to step away for a day and then come back to mix them because I, I won't. My ears are after I'm doing that. Everything's you gotta let going them kind of go back. To I gotta baseline. let them. Yeah, yeah, I gotta let them come down and uh and and just chill out for a minute. But when I come back, I hear my voice. I, I'm I'm always. I'm impressed by myself with the black metal stuff. And, and you know, that I, I love that. I love that you say that too, because you know, it's, you, you say it with no ego and you say it with no, you know, self, self, uh, congratulation. I know that's not necessarily the phrase I'm looking for, but I truly get from you that you enjoy what you're putting out there, oh, I which love, I think is, I love it. which I think is rad. I mean, know? that's, that's the, the point is for me, the reason I do all this is because I'm writing music that I want to hear. Sure. It's, it's things that, uh, maybe I haven't heard in albums. Like the, the instrumental stuff comes from the desire. Cause I wanted to hear, I want to listen to metal albums without vocals. Sometimes vocals will kill an album for yeah, me. Yeah. I love the music, but the vocals are, they just don't do it and they right. ruin the whole thing. So I was like, why, why isn't there enough, you know, just, instrumental metal that i can drive to and you know exercise to or something that just like almost like a background kind of like you know music in a movie or something just to fill my day up yeah and that's where the instrumental stuff came in but you know i everybody's like come on get your vocals in there again everybody was true metal i mean there's or- time for both i mean i you know it's funny because i think back and i i very early became aware of godspeed you black emperor and have you heard them Mm-mm. no okay well I'll, I'll, but but it was very cinematic, very operatic, very theatrical and theatrical yeah. in it. And it, it, you, you, it's world building. Like you kind of, you know, you almost like fill in the vocals yourself. Mm-hmm. You, not that you are, but right. It, it almost it's painting a picture for you. I mean, it almost, you almost can be a part of it more than you can. If someone's singing, like right. if someone's singing, I kind of feel like you're on the sidelines looking at it and listening to it. When there's not those vocals, you're almost absorbed into it more. Right. Well, sometimes. also vocals for me, you know, 
when I listen to music, whether whether if there's vocals or not, I listen to the music first. Sure, I'm hearing the music, I'm hearing the guitars, the right. drums, whatever it is. I, I I hear the the vocals, but I hear it as a melody. Yeah, and and most people when they listen to music, they're listening to the, the lyrics words and the lyrics. They're yeah. trying to I can't I can't do that. First thing for me is the actual sound of it. Right, you know, I like to hear the melodies and what they've come up with, and then I go back a year later and look up lyrics and get into it that way. But I mean, music is the the first part for me, man. And that's my favorite part of recording. You know what I mean? That's right. Why I do so much of it. So, Violent Nature is the first one. Throne of Ice, the first single off of it. Right. What? To just give me a little bit of an insight into what it, content it is that you're consuming. That's kind of putting you in that mindset. Well, I, I just you know horror movies. Watching horror movies. I was watching The Witch. God, I, I know, fucking love that movie. I love that movie. I'm just getting into that's like, a perfect the horror movie. Up, I think. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah. It is so good. And there's a lot of uh, Instagram accounts that I found of like photographers in Norway. And, uh, you know, they'll take these amazing pictures in the mountains. And then their captions are, you know, s- stories from folklore and legends and stuff. And that shit fires me so up. Just gets you going. And, and Throne of Ice is, is kind of uh, was just an idea I had of my own kind of story. Sure. About like some, uh, a demon that was, that was a king. And was exiled and he was, you know, forced to sit on this throne and freeze through eternal winters. And then eventually he'll come back. And then um, I was looking into Native American legends and uh, uh, I can't remember what tribe it was, but they had these things called Chinus, which are these ice spirit demons. And I kind of threw that in there, too. So. There's Dude, you need to start folklores. writing books, man. You're- I, I've, I've written a couple ideas for like i had that album omega yeah which was all instrumental right and it was all based off of frank frazetta's paintings sure i kind of put those all together and wrote a story and sent it to his granddaughter and she loved it oh wow yeah i'm friends with her so me and mike know her that's bad some of the frazetta family i uh i follow a lot of those forums on uh, Mm -hmm. facebook i love that art i mean you know it's badass very very cool he's very inspired that's one of my biggest inspirations too so so albums two and three in the blade of Surter uh, release catalog schedule that's coming out. What's the yeah. second one? So the second one is Return of the Old Gods. Okay, and that is uh, more of a a pagan. You okay. know, it's it's it really deals with you know the Norse mythology. And, so aside uh, from the subject matter being different, does that impact the sound? Yes. And yes. How, how would you say sonically it's different from the first one? It's the whereas the first one is more of like a primitive black metal. Sure, it's very straightforward and it's very aggressive. Return of the Old Gods is uh, more melodic. I mean, you'll you'll hear a lot of Amonamarth sound in it. I mean, there's still black metal vocals, but I'm also doing clean vocals and and singing more of like a traditional Norse style of singing, like okay. Wardruna. So sure. it's like a mix between Wardruna and Amonamarth and Dark Throne. Okay, you know, it's like this culmination. What did, stuff. I, what did I hear? It, I heard Amon. What did I hear? Amonamarth. There was a. It was Brand Daler, the drummer from Mastodon. Mm-hmm. He referred to Amonamarth as a type of metal, and I can't remember what it was, but it was it was a great phrase. It was like like not conquering metal, but there's some. You, you always feel like you're going into battle yeah, whenever you listen to that. It's type like of you're music. going raiding. And shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's cool. I love Amonamarth, so that really kicked into play. You know, and did I you mean, go to that Slayer concert where they opened? It was them and um, Cannibal Corpse. And, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was there. Lamb yeah. of God, yeah, yeah. That was that they were they were great. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I I wasn't there for Slayer. I, I drank a little too much. <laughs> so I missed Cannibal Corpse because Cannibal Corpse I think went on at like four in the yeah, afternoon. I so. was see that we were out there tailgating and and 
were just going in heavy. And then by the time Slayer got up, I was, we were done. We were like, oh, we're out. Yeah. But I, um, this, you know, I, as, as far as Return of the Old Gods, I, I say a lot that it's, it's like a Norse package because the, the actual content of the album is a metaphor. So I'm I'm talking about Norse mythology as a metaphor for, uh, you know, the destruction of modern civilization and having nature come back. So the whole theme of that whole album is is nature returning. To and her that's a big form. thing for you. I mean, you talk yeah. a lot about that on social media. Yep. I mean, that's a big part of your yeah that's, your life is your kind of connection with nature. That's that's. It's probably the most important thing to me, man. Which we'll get to in a minute. Your, yeah. your, you know, your, your exodus and in, in the summer twenty twenty one that's coming up. But um, mm-hmm. so then uh, album number three for Blade Asserter. That one, though, I, I'm not too sure about the title yet. But the working title is Dark Altar, and it is it is much more atmospheric. Okay. So a lot a lot of long songs, very uh, slow. I mean, there's blast beats, but the the way it's presented is very slow and atmospheric, and textures layers, and, yeah, yeah. just layers of guitars and and violins, and it's it's really, uh, I don't know, it's it's evil sounding, but at the same time, I try to get it to have a more beautiful sound to it, right? So it's very, it's also nature inspired. I mean, they're all three connected with nature, right, in some way, shape, or form. But the third one is more, is just more atmospheric. And are you like tweaking these and working on these daily, or? Yeah, I mean, I I was you mix them all. All I was doing, yeah, all I was doing was just recording. Yeah, so I recorded all of the music, and then I started writing lyrics. So I'm just writing lyrics for the last album now while I'm tracking for the first. Okay, so it's it's just you know continuously. I mean, if I'm sitting there and I'm watching TV, I start to get antsy. Right, right. And I get up and pick up my guitar, and the next thing I know, it's four hours later, and I'm sitting there like that's so badass because you know. It's easy to get bored with stuff. It's mm-hmm. easy to feel like you've you've played every riff. It's easy to feel like you've written every lyric or you you know, but to to constantly be stoked on something new, some new sound and mm-hmm. what was it, what was it I was taught Oh, it, it's a life guy. That's horrible to reference for especially for you, but it was a uh, a star is born and it's like there's 12 octaves mm-hmm. and it's all just how you play them, you know, yep. each person's interpretation of yep. this just different, same 12 notes or whatever the case yeah, yeah different time signatures how you're throwing it. yeah of course yeah I mean, there's only so much you can really do nowadays because it's we're so oversaturated with music right but you know i i somehow i find a way man i think it's just the inspiration that i get from things well i mean definitely you know? the subject matter gives you a, a, a an access point that can be different from other people's access points and mm-hmm. so sonically I have to imagine that comes through yeah so then uh kind of, now I know you have more acts than just the two or more projects than just the two but probably your two main ones you'd agree is Achilles and Blades yeah Star. yeah for right now yeah now if I recall and remind me if I'm wrong last time you were on you were writing something for a different project that you hadn't even yeah Jaguar, okay. Jaguar ritual. Jaguar ritual that's right that is that is something that I'm just I'm keeping on the back burner until I get out in Colorado, so that's going to be kind of your Colorado. Yeah, I think that's going to be really that. It's that's going to end up being my main focus. Okay, you know, as far as like where I, where I'm going to go with my music, sure. Because you know, I I, I want to, I still want to, you know, make money and make something of it. And um, and Jaguar Ritual is going to be something that's more uh, accessible to people, but still, it's going to be heavy, but it's going to be catchy, a lot more catchy, and and, and singing and rock. Well, so with so so this brings me to Achilles, and 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 the interesting thing about that is kind of your first 
incarnation was a I don't know if you call it hip hop or what what you would call mm-hmm. it, but but that's where the Achilles name came from, right? right? Yeah. What, what was what was was it called? I felt like there was a little. Tweak it was on it. Achilles the Conqueror. Achilles was, the Conqueror, right. right? Okay, thank you. And then when you went into Achilles, that became more of a, a straightforward type of band. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I first listened to uh, what's the one where you're in the blue suit? That's my favorite album. Oh, cover. Marauder. Yeah, yeah, Marauder. I fucking love that album cover. Yeah, um, that's Mike, man. He knows how to take a picture. <laughs> Is Mike going to be doing the st- any of the the packaging or the the covers he stuff did, for the he he these did the, the picture for Violent Nature we actually took two years ago when I did the EP okay and uh, we, we never really used that image and and it was just so good I was like this is a cover for a black metal album I'm going to use it well I mean you're such a uh, pastiche of cool shit you know between <laughs> just your look the tats. The kind of the kind of aesthetic of the bands that you're in, and then you've got this cool kind of affinity for suits. That mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just, for j- sure, just yeah. a lot of a lot of kind of cool shit going on that's that's unique with you. So I remember when I listened to Marauder, the very first thing that hit me was kind of a desert rock, Caius, mm-hmm. Queens of the Stone Age, yep. that sort of deal. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm I'm trying to think. In your impression, what is the signature? What is that signature sound? I mean, it's almost like a sped up doom or a sped up. It's oh man, I, I don't even know. You know, when I was when I first started doing Marauder, I was listening to so much ACDC, yeah, and um, so much Alice in Chains and Soundgarden and Queens of the Stone Age and stuff. So it was kind of just melding all that shit you put me on that newer uh that newer alice and change record and i i had always steer clear of them with their new singer Mm. in fact the first i'd ever i I was aware of him but anytime a band gets a new singer like a band can get a new guitarist they get a new bass player they get a new drummer especially lane staley it's like how do you feel yeah i mean it's just like that's not the same it's probably shitty and it's probably wrong-headed but this as much as they're not playing an instrument, they're mm. the voice of the yeah, band. Right. And when course. that changes, it's, it's just really a different thing. And is, so man. when they got the new guy, I just fell off. But I don't know if it's Rainier Fog or the yeah, new Rainier one. Fog, yeah. But I got I love the fucking badass album. That's that's one of my favorite albums of all time, man. And I, mean, I uh my introduction to him was Giraffe Tongue Orchestra, which was him, mm-hmm. Brent Hines from Mastodon. Uh, ben from uh, Dillinger Escape Plan. And that album, I did not care for at all. Yeah, no. And so that kind of put me off on that guy. Mm-hmm. But then it was after speaking with you, I went back and listened to that album. And I was like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. I didn't like prob- it. When I first heard it, I didn't really care for it. I was like, it's okay. And then- It's probably, and i sorry to say this, my favorite Alice in Chains record. Uh, honestly, I'm, I mean, I'm, I have more- I'm not mad about that. I mean, it's to me, it's a masterpiece, man. I don't skip one song on it. I don't know how they fucking did it. I think that that album. Jerry Cantrell. I mean, he's the driving force. Yeah, right. Sean Kenny. I mean, those guys. They've just been doing it for so long, and they're locked in with each other, and their ideas are just fucking so good, man. I don't know how they cut. I get so mad when I listen to it. I'm like, I why didn't I come up with that riff? Why didn't I come up with those vocal harmonies? Like, they're so fucking good, man. But it's kind of heartening too to know that these guys are what? How many years are they into playing guitar? Forty years, fifty. I mean, I, they're, they're got to be pushing sixty. That's it. Man. He's mid late fifties. So, so to be that that long in the game and still be coming up, that's mm-hmm. that's that's inspiring to me it to is. know that okay, you know, I yeah. don't need to 
call it a day after you know yeah. ten years or twenty years or whatever the case may be. It definitely ins- it, it's they're super inspiring, man. And that that album did inspire the the next Achilles album as well. I mean, the, one of the next two that are coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about those. Do, do you have names for those yet? Yeah. So the the I'm gonna do I'm gonna alternate between the albums that I release. So I'll do a Blade album. I'll do an Achilles. That's I'll do badass. a Blade. I'll do an Achilles. And um, so the first Achilles album I got coming out is the sequel to Marauder. So it's, oh, okay. it's Marauder 2. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's the, it kind of takes off you know, where the story left off from the first one. The guy's coming back to life now, and he's in the 80s. Because uh, the first Marauder was took place in 79. It's got a very uh... – you know, I think of all the seventies car movies and I think we've talked That's about that exactly. before. Vanishing point. Vanishing yeah. point and then, you know, yeah. obviously Tarantino kinda copied of that and his Tons movie of with Kurt Russell. Yeah. Um and uh what was it? Drive even yeah. is kind of a mm-hmm. take take off on that yeah. type of thing. But I love it, kind of that seventies hard man, hard car, yeah, fucking it's it's just bullet. That, it's like that grindhouse. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, bullet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a very grindhousey idea, man. I mean it's it's a character. I love it though. Yeah, I, mean, I love it. I love, I mean, and then again, that's all your stuff is so cinematic. And so, and I think you mentioned your love of movies kind yeah, of is almost parallel. Your it love is, of music. It's definitely right there. I mean, it's just as important as music is for me. That's bad. Well, I'm, I'm super stoked on that. And what about the second one? The second one is an acoustic album. Oh, really? So there's drums and bass and everything, but it's all, it's all kind of like unplugged and it's very, uh, I don't. It's different, man. It's I don't. I don't think I've really heard anything like it before. I mean, there. It's a lot of metal riffs on the acoustic guitar, and I'm I'm tuned down on this one. I'm in drop C, and it just sounds. I don't know. It's it sounds different. It's it's different than anything I've done. I've never done acoustic shit before. So. Well, so I'm trying to. You know, I'm I'm going through my mind thinking of great acoustic albums acoustic bands i mean you know i i think of neil young is always a king mm. of great yeah, acoustic yeah. albums for sure uh obviously not written on acoustic but such a good representation of acoustic music is the unplugged with nirvana yeah the um, unplugged with allison chains is very much oh. i mean that's the sound of it yeah like that's what it that's what it sounds like the the drums and the bass and the guitars have that there's a guitar sound. sound for them acoustically speaking and I don't know why Takamine guitars are what mm-hmm. goes into my head, but there's this kind of resonance, this mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of jangly too. Jangly resonance. You can hear the strings kind of kind of vibrating on the fret. Yeah, late '80s, early '90s yeah. acoustic music had yeah. a very distinct yeah. way about it. That's that- definitely what what I was going for with this. But I mean, the, the riff wise, I'm doing all these weird harmonies and and uh, it's all catchy though. Like everything about it, it's very southern. It's 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 like Marauder acoustic, yeah, yeah, uh, in some way. You Do know? you have a name for it? Yeah, that's called Natural Law. Okay, yeah. So that's uh, it's more that delves more deep into like Native American stuff, and, right, right, and, right. You know about the the true freedom of America and you know how it was before. So, so that that's a good kind of transition point. So I, you know, I know since I've known you, how what a hunger and appetite a yearning you've had to get out of strip mall fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> heaven of mm-hmm. tampa and you know you I, I know at least once now since since the last time we met you went on a trip and it seemed to really kind mm-hmm. of fill your quiver with some yeah. new kind of yeah. inspiration i mean i i can i candidly even sitting with you here now you're a different person from mm-hmm. the person that sat down in front of me before definitely you, i felt like you 
and I don't mean this with any, you know, condescension or consternation, but you were, I almost felt kind of burnt out or, you know, you you needed, you needed to fill your lungs up. It definitely, you know, brought my spirit back a little bit, man. I, I, so where did you go? I went to uh, Colorado. Okay. Whereabouts? Um, we were in Boulder, Denver, Colorado Springs, Manitou Springs, Fair Play. Kind of went all over the place, man. You know, did a lot of driving, a lot of hiking, and just you know, we spent majority of the time in nature. And it, what's great out there is it's like three different worlds, right? Because in one part of it, you look like you're in the mountains in Europe, and then thirty minutes later, you're in the desert, and then thirty minutes later, you're in a city, right? So we were able to go hike all day, yeah, and be out in the mountains, and then come back and go to a brewery, right? And uh, you know. Which, well, something else that's cool that I meant to tell you about was uh, they got black metal breweries in really? Denver. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so you walk in and the walls are black. They're playing nothing but black metal. All their stouts and everything are named after. It's it's fucking killer. Man. You're like, I'm just going like, to fucking set up here. I was, like, <laughs> just hang out here I was like, you guys don't have to twist my arm to <laughs> yeah. make me move here, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. And now they're reintroducing wolves into the wildlife in Colorado. So I'm like, yeah, you guys got me. That's fucking, that's, that's awesome. So, uh, so is, is that where you're going? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Man. And have you lined up work out there? Have you lined up a place to stay? I'm, or? uh, we, I think we're trying to plan to go back around April and, uh, you know, Finalize. get a definitive spot. Yeah. I mean, it, it'll probably be near the Denver area, but I just don't want to be in the city. Right. So on the outskirts, maybe like 30 minute drive or something from Denver and just, um, yeah, just just get a nice little spot out there. And, and are you going with somebody? Yeah, I'm actually going with the uh, the guys from Beer Wolf. Okay, and uh, so it's Jason and Ashwin, possibly Matt and uh, Jason's girlfriend Melissa. So okay. we're all gonna go out there, and then. Uh, now, how do you know those guys just from playing music locally? Well, or? I was I, I was working at Dean Guitars. Okay, for like five years, and um, and they came in pretty much right after I started. So we kind of all got. Got to know each other, knew we were in the same into the same music, the sword and Queens of the Stone Age and all that shit. So it was just natural. Well, and you guys just played a, a show here in yeah. December, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the first or second was, week of December, I, I think thought. It was November. Was it November? I think it was November. And it was yeah, you and Beowulf. Yeah, yeah. How did, how was that? It was great, man. How was the crowd? So great. here's the question I want to ask you, because I haven't been to a live show since Gasparilla Music Festival 2020, which was yeah. almost a year ago. It's been a minute. Playing playing loud music, heavy music, rock music, where you don't have people right up on the stage, right up on each other. Mm-hmm. How was that for you? Did that fuck with you or didn't even mind it? Was mind fine, it was fine, man. Yeah. You know, we, you know, cause we did it at Crowbar and Tom's real, you know, he's smart about it and he's yeah. safe with it. So, you know, everybody had to have a mask on and let's just sit at the tables and, and the tables are spread out. And uh, we didn't have too many people come in there, maybe like 30, 40 people. And it was, and it was just mostly friends and family. So it was great. You know, I, I was, I was, you, like, had, I you, just, you, had, you had your pimp limp on, man. You were fucking, I, I could tell you were leaning into it. And you were I feeling was, it. Feeling well, it. see, I got, I was, I got in there and I was, you know, I, when I was doing the hip hop shit, I would just get so fucked up before I performed mm-hmm. and I had no problem. I, you know, every once in a while I'd mess up a couple of words. Yeah. But with this, I was like, I'm playing guitar and singing at the same time. I need to yeah, focus. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to be a little bit more focused. And of course, you know, that didn't happen. I started taking shots, shots and, and drinking. But I mean, it it, it really did help me loosen you know, up. Go, I, yeah. I got yeah. loose. You know, the first song I was kind of hit like hesitant. I'm li- trying to listen, catch the sound, yeah. see how it's sounding. But 
you know, once we got into the second song, I was Locked just in. like, yeah, that's it. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, I know you're, I believe it's both your mom and your dad. I know you're really close with your family yeah. here. I mean, I yeah. remember early on trying to get you in, a big thing was mm-hmm. your parent. Is it both your parents? Yeah. And they're yeah. a little bit older. Yeah, yeah. My, and- my dad's uh, in his 70s, early, early 70s. So I, I try to, you know, be be safe with them. Have you ever lived away from them before? I don't mean in the same house, but in a different state. Out of I, different- not, not out of state, no. So have you thought about that at all, how that might? Yeah, we've talked a lot about it. You know, they they don't want me to go, but at the same time, they want me to. Yeah. They know that I'm not happy here. Yeah. And they're not, they're not trying to hold me back. And they're happy that I'm leaving, but they're also unhappy right. about it. But I mean, it's, it's. Everybody understands. I yeah. can, I don't get any grief about it. Did you, do I remember you have a brother? Or you, I have a stepbrother. Yeah, okay. He's an attorney as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think we talked about that. Is he here local? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's 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 trippy, you know, because you know you you. I'll be interested to see what feelings come out. You know. Yeah. You know because it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a long difficult road, but I mean it's it's something that has to happen. I'd but you're a nonstop flight away if you yeah. need to. Yeah, I mean, I can always come back. There's right. no problem. Right. It's 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 nothing. I'm I'm really worried about. You know, I'm just. So you mentioned once you're there, Jaguar Ritual might be your deal. Is yeah. that going to be another solo project, or is that going to be? That will be something that I try to get some guys together. Now, is and, there any and, overlap with Beer Wolf, where maybe you could borrow? Or I mean, that that would be completely up to them. Sure. You know, um, you gotta you gotta get me one of them in here before you. Yeah, I out. will, man. They would love to come in. They're and they're 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 fucking excellent as well, man. A great. I band. watched I watched some of that show live, and mm-hmm. it was badass. I yeah. was super digging. They're that. kick ass, man. They're like they got like the sword vibe and and the Caius thing. And, yeah, yeah. And just groovy. It's just fucking yeah. groovy stoner doom. You know, they're, and they're all great guys too, man. They're funny as hell. They're great to be around. So. So how is the Jaguar ritual sound in your perception going to be different from the from the Achilles stuff? I mean, I don't know if it if it will have too much of a big difference. It is it's 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 kind of that's the territory where it's going. Right. Is that style? It'll be that 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 desert kind of rock style for sure because that's what I'm into, but I think I will get more into um a uh a a rock and roll mentality and kind of yeah. kind of not so heavy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something just, just uh, more groovy and 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 um, I don't know, just something that that anybody can listen to if they like rock, they're gonna fucking like it. Right. That's the goal, you right? Know? Right. So uh, since you were here last, we had an election. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a inauguration. Mm-hmm. Has your sphincter unpuckered a little bit? Has your ulcers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not one for politics to begin with. Uh, I kind of no, just, but I think you were, you were right headed, and you're, you, uh, you are a just person. Yeah, and I think yeah. You, you know, you always seem to be on point whenever you do. Kind of, yeah, t- I, tour through the that world. Yeah, I'll weigh in every here, you yeah. know, every now and then. I, I, I definitely believe in in an actual justice and and. The system being a little bit more straight, but yeah, I mean, when when, when I'm liking that at, I'm not was, paying attention to politics much anymore. Yeah, you know, right, I'm yeah. Kinda, you know, it's like people yeah, are asking me questions. It's, it's like it was like a fucking circus, yeah, like a reality show. Man. Yeah, it's, it's like I don't have someone tweeting me every yeah, second. I'm not watching news every night to see. Yeah, if, it's it's enough, man. I mean, that's the thing. I can't I can't get into it, man. Uh, too much too much sports and politics and religion for me is just it's not my thing, man. Yeah, I'd rather just. Uh, 
drink in the mountains <laughs> and not listen to everybody's bullshit. Man. All right. I mean, hell, I mean, hell yeah. Well, I'm, I'm super stoked and I'm excited to see what comes about it because I feel like it's like, uh, you know, in the video games when someone has a full power bar. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what, you know, a year into Colorado is going to look like for you. Like, I'm, you know, what, that, so what kind of music is going to come out of that? I'm so excited. All I see is opportunity with it, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's like I said, I felt I've been feeling stagnant. I've been yeah. here for over 30 years. And I think uh, I, I'm, I'm a believer in that, that naturally we're nomadic people. We're supposed to be wanderers. I think yeah. that if you stick in one place for too long, you, you'll, your spirit will start to die. So getting up and moving and, and going into uncharted territories and it, it, you grow from that, you know, your mind expands and, and the whole idea is to, you know, gain knowledge and wisdom for me at least. Right. And, and, you know, different cultures and living in different areas and environments and, what I'm going to have to deal with, you know, because everybody's like, oh, you know, you're going to have to fucking shovel snow. And this, I'm like, oh, that's fine. I'd rather shovel snow than get in my car at 100 degrees and not be able to breathe. I can't right. stand it. Right. I hate the heat. Right, so right, right. I'm like, that's fine. I'll roll around in the snow. So well, I'm excited. I, you know, I've, you know, appreciated getting to know you. I think you're a good dude. I think you come from, you know, everything you do, you do with heart. You don't mail it in. You don't half-ass it. And you don't put it out if you don't like it. And and so I'm I'm super stoked to see what's gonna happen with you out there. Uh hopefully you you'll if come back when you come back to visit your parents, maybe you'll pop in. Oh, uh, for sure. Uh, man. I can't I can't wait to hear your 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 stuff that's coming out. Um we're gonna play if we can figure out how to do it in this episode, uh Throne of Ice off of uh Violent Nature so people can get a taste. I, I speak the gospel, Blade Asserter, to everybody who will listen. It's one of, as much as I love local music, I can tell you your stuff is probably what I'm listening to the most because it's, like you say, especially the the, the, the instrumental stuff, man. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just great to vibe off of. So yeah. love what you do. I appreciate you coming in. I'm stoked to hear about your uh, adventures in Colorado and can't wait to see what comes of it. Thanks, man. It's All a right. pleasure being in here. Thank I'll, you, I'll Andrew. Always. All right. Take care. Have a good one.